Hey everybody, it's James Lindsay. You're listening to New Discourses Bullets, where I give you a short bullet point type summary of a single topic from woke Marxism so that we know how to beat it. And I actually kind of want to talk about how we win today. Uh, A lot of people believe that we're going to win um, by some kind of big miraculous event. That's not going to happen. We're not going to have some big decisive victory over the woke. There are some things that could happen that would do a lot of damage to, to their program and to change the landscape a lot. But primarily the way that we're going to win is by refusing to become cogs in their machine. Uh, I would say that we're going to take the cogs out of the machine, but you have to understand that you are the cogs in their machines. And so um, I've mentioned before, and maybe I should review it here, that the tyranny of the future is primarily going to be opt-in. And that actually is going to tell us how to beat them in the long term, which is to opt out or to refuse to opt in, uh, as it it were. And so uh, before that, let me kind of just summarize, though, um, how this is supposed to work. They're trying to make gigantic moves to transform the world. That's their words for it, to transform the world. Now, those are Marxist words. If you don't know that, Marx's goal when he said that the point is to change the world, the philosophers hitherto have only sought to understand the world, the point is to change it. If you don't know that he means it's transformation, literally hermetic transformation of the world into the communist state that he believes is the intended conclusion of history, you don't understand what Marxism is actually about. It is a cult religion designed to transform the world into a communist utopia. That's actually what it is about. It's not an economic theory. Economics was a means. It's not a social theory. Social identity politics, cultural Marxism, etc. are means. The purpose is to transform the world. And so what they're trying to do is transform our economic system. They tell you this. We're going to move from what they call shareholder capitalism to stakeholder capitalism. Stakeholder capitalism is a fancy way of saying a managed sustainable socialism. That's what the equity part of the stakeholder capitalism program is. The stakeholders will decide what equitable distribution looks like, what inclusive policy looks like, what sustainable growth looks like. Those are all socialist policies that are being used to create a new economic model that everybody's going to have to participate in. But there's the weakness. Everybody has to participate in it. Now, the way the tyranny of the future being opt-in is going to work Where Mao Zedong said that power flows from the barrel of a gun, maybe it'll come to that. I don't know. I'm not claiming to know. But what I am absolutely certain of is that the way they've proceeded so far is that they are going to make life very convenient and very easy for people who participate, say through scannable uh, QR codes on your phone, and they will give you access to things. You don't have to fiddle around pulling out your ID. You just scan your phone or you scan your eyes or you scan your face. Or like in China, where you have to you have your 15-minute city. It's very convenient. Everything you need is within 15 minutes of your house. And you can only leave your zone so often. And if you want to leave your zone, there's a screen and you scan your face. And then I even saw one the other day, a video where it said you had to smile for the government to scan your face, to leave your little pen that they put you in. So they'll make it very convenient. If you are part of the system, it's very convenient for you. You can pay for things. If you aren't part of the system, it might be very 
cumbersome, very difficult for you to pay for things, kind of at the logical extension. If your social credit score is not good enough, if you aren't participating, maybe you can't pay for things and you have to exist in kind of an external economy or an alternative economy. And I don't think they're going to force people to participate in their system. I think they're going to make it opt in. I think they're going to make you abuse yourself. They're going to make you demoralize yourself. They're going to make you hand over your own soul so that you can have the conveniences of the new system. Uh, so they'll make life very convenient for those of you who have this. Maybe it's a digital ID attached to digital backpacks that have all of your academic competencies stored in them. And the people who have them, which functions like a social credit system, can do this, that, and the other thing in society. But everybody else has to go through extra steps. They have extra problems, or maybe they just can't. So they make it very difficult on you. You know, you don't have to buy an electric car. You just have a very difficult time getting around if you don't. This is the, what I mean by that the tyranny of the future is opt-in. They'll make very convenient systems for payment, for banking, for everyday activity and in, in, in society and in the economy. And it will be very convenient if you're in the system and very inconvenient if you're out of the system. No digital ID? Eh, you can still get on the internet, but it's going to be backwards and clunky and slow. But if you want to get on the good internet, you're going to have to have a digital ID and a digital profile, etc. that's all backed up on the blockchain, yada, yada, yada. Okay. So that sounds really scary. And yeah, of course, in China, they're able to roll this out. But it turns out that a lot of the things they want to roll out, they're not going to succeed without your participation and your consent, some of which are easier to withhold than others. Now, I know he's a controversial figure. I don't. I know not everybody loves him, but let's take an example that Steve Bannon gives a lot. I've heard him give this example in person countless times. Actually, I haven't been in person with Steve countless times, only a few times. So I've heard it in person a few times. I've heard it given countless times. And what he says is that some 50 million Americans resisted getting the COVID-19 vaccines. Now, think whatever you want about the vaccine. It doesn't matter. What matters is that 50 million Americans, which is roughly one in seven of us, uh, which is not, by the way, a majority, that's 16, 17% of the population, refused to participate in getting the vaccines, and therefore a vaccine passport was unwieldy. They couldn't just lock that large of a percentage of the population out of the new system. And do you hear vaccine passports pushed any longer? No. The entire thing fell. It didn't fall all at once. Pieces of it started to be declared unconstitutional. Pieces of it started to be declared a violation of rights. The arguments had time to be formulated and given, and that's actually what you're buying when you opt out is time. Lots of time. And what's happening now is that so much is being revealed about that whole program that we all see what it is. Like the so-called conspiracy theorists were saying at the beginning is a giant conspiracy. And by not opting in, we avoided them being able to actualize and implement that. Now let's look at the economy of the future. What do they need to do that? Lots of data. And yeah, they're gathering a lot of data off of you from social media behavior, but not enough. How do you know? Because they're data mining the living crap out of our children in schools, usually using social emotional learning as a data driven practice in order to do it. Data-driven means a lot of things, but it doesn't mean that there's evidence for it. One of the things that it means is that they are gathering the data. 
They use that data for a lot of stuff. That's a topic for a different podcast. But one of the things they use that for is to forecast what the economy of the future, how flexible can they be with their agenda? How do they fit the actual human capital that they're growing in the SEL laboratories of your schools into the, the economy of the future that they're trying to build out for everybody to have to participate in. In other words, that stakeholder capitalism, that productive socialist model that they want us all to be a part of. They have to gather a lot of data. They have to know who they're working with. Guess what? If your kids aren't taking those surveys, if your kids are homeschooled and not going to school, if your kids are not taking part in the building out competency-based education model that they're framing all this around, yeah, if a lot, if enough kids participate in this, they can lock your kid out. But if they're going to lock out 15 to 20 percent of the population, they've got a big, big problem on their hands. Not only do they have a blind spot with their data-driven program, a bunch of people that they don't know how to predict around very well. They also don't have the system built into a lot of people. And we already saw with the COVID vaccine, which is why I brought that up, that if they don't have enough buy-in, the program doesn't work. That slows down implementation. They have to try to coerce people or threaten people or push people or whatever into getting it, which causes a downward spiral for them of more fear, more suspicion, more concern, more opting out, more questions, more digging, more research, more exposure, and eventually their program collapsing. And so rather than thinking that we're going to have some big policy win that or some big strong leader, which is a dangerous trap if you look back through history, you know, sweep in and save the day, think instead about how you can become the cog that you take out of their machine. How can you opt out of the system they're trying to build with the intention that if enough people opt out of it, then they can't implement it in the first place without outright tyranny, which will be delegitimizing and isn't quite their style. So I encourage you to think that way. What are they trying to coerce you or force you into participating in? Then do something else. If they're trying to force you to pay with QR codes, try to pay any other way. If they're trying to gather data off of your children to build the economy of the future, don't let them do it. Opt your kids out of the surveys. Get a lawyer to write a letter and say, no, my kids aren't going to do this this year. My kids aren't going to do this at all. If you have the means or can make the means or are willing to do the sacrifice, take your kids out of the schools completely. Start homeschooling them. Get them out of the system that's tracking them and recording all of their information. There are lots of things you can do. If they suggest we all have to do X, don't do X. It's really not that complicated. And so by opting out of the tyranny of the future, which is going to be opt-in, in large enough numbers, we break the system. What that means is that skepticism, doubt, questions, and doing our own research and publicizing what we find is the way that we expose their frauds and break their system. So the way we win is by chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, and by removing ourselves from being the pieces in the machine that they need to lock us in the machine. So give it some thought that doesn't require, it will require some inconvenience, but it doesn't require you to do anything grand. It doesn't require you to do anything terribly risky. It requires you to do some extra work or maybe not even that much and to endure some invective. That's all it was with the vaccine, which by the way, nobody on earth regrets not getting. It's the best decision that a lot of people never made uh, or however that needs to be phrased if you catch what I'm, what I'm trying to say here. So, Find a way to consider yourself a cog in the, a potential cog in their machine or your children uh, 
and then take it out of the machine. It's your cog. Take it out of their machine. Make it so that it can't go where it's supposed to go. That's the way that we win. Slow them down. Make it difficult to implement. Make it unwieldy to implement. Make it immoral in a completely different way to implement. Force their hand. And meanwhile, raise the issue so that more and more research exposes the lies and fraud until eventually they trip over their own feet and that part of the program falls away, just like the vaccine passports. It can be done. It has been done. It will be done again. And it is a huge pathway to victory. Just to give you one small encouragement, I know I should have stopped there, but there was a there's one place where this has actually happened that is the unsung victory of the anti-woke, if you will, movement. And that was when the Biden administration took power in 2021, and even in a little bit 2020 after they got elected, they started a huge campaign. It was the unity campaign. We're going to be unity. We're going to have unity. We're going to unify America. Unity, unity, unity. Huge unity campaign. I think you might remember that. Do you ever hear that now? No, you don't. No, you absolutely don't. Now, why don't you? Because we all looked at this. So many millions of Americans, millions of Americans not only made fun of it, but they refused to go along with it. We won't have unity on your terms was the reply. You're setting the terms. We're not doing it. Maybe we should try to reunify the country, but not until these illegitimate terms are taken off the table. And it was enough to end their campaign. Now, you don't think that that's a big deal. So what? It was a unity campaign. It fell. It failed. It flopped, whatever. You have to understand that unity criticism unity is the name of the formula that Mao Zedong used to transform China in the 1950s. Create the desire for unity, use it as an excuse to generate criticism and self-criticism, and then bring us to unity on their terms, on the regime's terms. And that criticism and and self-criticism follows very naturally. The struggle sessions follow very naturally once you have the desire for unity. See, because you say, we're going to have unity. But we don't have unity right now in you people, you deplorables, you magas, you whoever it is, you unvaccinated, you're the problem. You won't unify with us. You're the problem. So we're going to criticize you and you need to self-criticize and you need to see how wrong you are and how bad you are and how you're the reason we don't have unity. And if you would just get with the program, we would have unity. That's exactly what they did with the vaccine. Didn't work. It's exactly what the unity campaign that the Biden administration launched uh, was supposed to do, and it didn't work. Enough Americans saw it and said, no, we will not have unity on your terms. If we're going to have unity, we're going to have unity on free terms that enshrine our liberties. That's not how it works. So you, we, us broke the induction into the Maoist formula to transform a country that they already know works. Not just with the vaccine, but also with a direct launch of the campaign. You could imagine there would be unity advisors, unity consultants, unity uh, administrators, unity officers at your workplace or institution or your uh, school or whatever. You could imagine all of that rumbling into action had that succeeded. Maybe it wouldn't have been so explicit and on the nose, but you know that that's exactly how they operate. You know that's exactly what they would have done had that campaign gone into action. And it didn't. Why? Because we opted out in large enough numbers so that it fell on its face. It works. It will work again. And I'm telling you and telling you, this is how we win. 
opting out of one after another after another of their stupid, tyrannical advances. So identify how you might be a cog in their machine. Say no, not on your terms. We will not go on your terms. When you withdraw your terms, we can talk about the issue, but only after our liberties are secured. Only after our individual liberties are protected will we consider this advance, whether it's technological or otherwise.